and welcome back to the podcast. So how are you guys doing? Not too bad. Solid, man. It's been a good week. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, it was your birthday. That's... Yeah, man. First one since COVID that we actually celebrated in person. It was nice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. These two lovely gentlemen took me out for a fantastic dinner and gave me some bomb head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he ain't lying. Yeah, we even got some uh it's to... tradition. It's tradition. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. It was good, though. It was a solid meal. And then we went and got chicken curry buns afterwards in Little Tokyo. Yeah, we, so we went to this. Yeah, we went to Little Tokyo. I've never been inside Little Tokyo walking. No? No. I've no. only driven by it. You are uncultured. It was funny. I was trying to give... I was When we pulled up and we were walking up, I saw Ruben looking around. He's like, I've never been here. So I was trying to talk to him, like telling him a story as we were going through and tell him about my job because I worked down there. And then I could just see him like zoning out looking around at everything like taking it all in i'm like oh he's not even paying attention man he's just into the moment it's like because like literally he's like a child seeing the world for the first time or disneyland yeah. disneyland yeah. yeah yeah it was it was weird dude well also too like i haven't been in a huge crowd mm. so that was like kind of just like t- checking everybody out you know like battling anxiety making sure <laughs> just just try not to have a panic attack <laughs> <laughs> try, try not to ruin the night oh. i'm gonna die <laughs> Uh, just laying on the floor in downtown. I know, dude. San Diego nice. over what was that place called again, though? That we went uh, to? Or should we name them? I mean, it's matter. It's just fucking da- Daiku, Daiku Roku. <laughs> they just way to appropriate Japanese culture. That is, that's, that's, inappropriate. Inappropriate. That, that's what it was called, right? No, dude. Like not even Daiku close. Roku. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 they just made up some shit, man. So Daikakuya was the ramen place that we were talking about. Oh, okay. That you ate up before and you said it was good. Yeah. And then uh, we went to Gazan Izakaya. Well, there we go. Close. Gazan Izakaya. It's not close at all. <laughs> yeah. you basically mean, sound exactly the same to me. I mean, you might as well have said Ching Chong Bing Bong. To my man. Western no, ears. That's, no, that's, that's very, <laughs> that's very inappropriate. Yeah, that was inappropriate, Steve. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the pretty much everything there was fantastic. You know, like um, we had what was it a like a steam box with cabbage on the bottom and mushrooms, and then there was pork belly and pork loin and they mm-hmm. just steamed it which is the first time i've had pork belly like not fried and it was one of the most delicious things i've ever had in my whole life so yeah when they took it back they're like oh we're gonna steam this and i was like oh, okay like i've never had steamed pork belly because like you said it's usually fried yeah. or something like that so they took this back this wooden box and they steamed it and they gave us ponzu it's really good ponzu and uh that like more like a thai peanut sauce mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they brought that out and God, it was so good. Mouth just watered right now. Oh, it was delicious, man. Yeah. They had like there was that beef tongue that was really good too. Yep. Beef tongue was amazing, Dang, dude. What else was there? So there was that. There was the beef tongue. Oh, no, that chicken, whatever the type of chicken that was. Chicken that was karage. Good. It's like Japanese fried chicken. It's so good. And then there was two pieces of the unagi, the eel, mm-hmm. and which was also fantastic. Oh, you know what was really good it was the scallops. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. In the beginning. Scallop mentaiko. It's like basically like a. Like fish eggs rolled with like cream, like uh, creamy scallops. Yeah, you like, know, you know, it's interesting when we first got there. Like we walked up and like I noticed like everybody was just like looking at us. Like, are these fuckers gonna come in here? You know, like because <laughs> we're like big white honky dudes, and then Except you, for Ruben, and Ruben, yeah, Ruben, uh, big basically old. an African American gentleman. <laughs> 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 and then like me and Johnson didn't even fit through the fucking entrance. <laughs> yeah, that was totally <laughs> fucked up. Like what? Are that you was doing right with that? because you it guys was really have a hard time. No fat food. fucks come it through was this door. Totally <laughs> optional on their end to have the podium that close to the entrance. It, it was probably on wheels. Like you fucking dicks. I think as we were walking closer, he kept pushing it closer. Yeah. You know, so he's like these like, fucking fat boys coming in. They're literally that's social shaming right there. I feel is, fat phobia is uh, a systemic issue that we need to deal with as a culture. You know, <laughs> fat shamed you literally. <laughs> it was a microaggression to fat shame you. Yeah, exactly. Put that podium I felt so close to against. you. I'm not gonna lie. Like, what the fuck. But you know what was fantastic about that place, though? Everything that we got was fucking perfect quality food. You could tell that everything was just fresh as fuck. It was delicious. Mouth is literally watering right now. That's a fat people problem. But so (laughs) everything was fantastic. We split the bill three ways, and this fucking freeloader ate for free. (laughs) And we could still... We left the place not spending too much money, having a fantastic meal, and we could easily eat another meal after that. Yeah, you're not yeah. like stuffed when you're there. It's a very yeah, fine we dining did. kind of place. We went and got like steam <laughs> buns. Right Chicken after. curry buns. We literally walked from that restaurant to the next one. And, yeah. and on the way there, we when we were walking to that restaurant, we saw that place, and I was like, oh, they have good steam buns. And Ruben was like, I want more of those steam buns. Because mm-hmm. there was this one time I played this game called Shenmue for the Dreamcast. <laughs> 
And they had steam buns, and like ever since then, I'm like, yeah, I gotta get some. <laughs> Was that your you first never time had a steam bun? No, I, I have had dim sums, but, okay, not, yeah, yeah. but not like that. Is that the same thing? No, no, dim sums like basically um, Chinese breakfast. I always thought that that was just like a soup or something. It sounds like soup for some reason. No, it's like it's a series of like breakfast dishes that they serve like at dim sum restaurants. Mm. You go get dim sum. It's not like a particular dish, but it's like uh, the type of food that they serve for breakfast. Mm. But yeah, but those in Japan are just yes. like curry buns. Because like, the dim sums I've had were like kind of sweet. It had like the barbecue pork inside. Yeah, those the that's sweet, the bao. Yeah. yeah, they have different types of bao. They've got the steam bao and the baked bao, which got like the the. Char the barbecue chashu. That that's the best stuff on earth, man. I love that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's that's the good shit, man. Then after that, we went to uh, a brewery. Well, we tried to go to to what's the Angel wait, Angel City, right? Angel yeah. City. And then that shit was so packed. There was another one. Didn't we try to go to like two different ones, and they were all fucked up? Mm, uh, no, no, no we just went to that. We went to the Angel City, and then it was like lying like down the street. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Then we went to Art District Brewery. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, man. I like that setup there. Yeah, I love our nice. district brewery. Yeah, yeah it was good. Cool. good. It's the first time I've ever been there. Oh, really? Yeah, very fancy. Everything I had there was was delicious too. Yeah, yeah, the beer's really good. The uh, if you go during non-COVID, they actually have an arcade on the inside. They got like skeet ball and all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's really fun when you've like had a few drinks and you're trying to get that little ball in the little hole. Non- you're non- running non-COVID. up the running up the <laughs> ramp and trying to throw the balls in there. Like fuck you. This reminds me of Chuck E. Cheese when I'm a kid. <laughs> yeah. I can never get this in. That was that, that was that's that story was, of my cool life, place, man. I know, dude. Me too. Never get any poon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was it was cool being at a brewery though. Like I've only been to like been there with, like to a brewery since the pandemic like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was cool being back, dude. Uh, some of our favorite, or well, at least one of the the spots that we always used to frequent. What was it called again? Sanctum. Yeah. How many of these kinds of places have been fucking just straight put out of business because of this whole Corona Chan thing? This yeah. Is, like it's pretty fucked up actually. To think about all of the small places that have just gone and won't be back. They, they went out of business because of COVID? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess at least that was the excuse. Who knows, you know? There's probably a lot of people that are just were shitty business people that, that used it as an excuse to file bankruptcy or something like that. But Well, I, I just didn't like their beers there, man. Well, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but... It was I. I wasn't there. There were a couple. The there, is, there were two like extra man. They were always trying to do some weird wacky shit and just yeah, tasting like it, dish soup. It seemed like like they <laughs> like they were kind of stubborn because like they didn't follow any trends. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like the trends are like what's like they didn't can their beers for like the longest time because we we're like no, we're just gonna serve our beer here. And like everybody was buying like four packs that got really huge, and all these breweries were making yeah. you know four packs available. If you want it, market it and distribute it. You kind of have to do the four packs in the can thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so they didn't do that for the longest time. Yeah. And then they had the same beers all the time. They didn't really experiment too much, mm. you know. But there's a new place going to open up. They're called the Reverse Orangutan, mm-hmm. and they're a coffee shop originally. The Reverse Orangutan. Yeah, it's like a sex position. Hold up, where <laughs> where are they? Are they up on like on Route sixty six? Yeah. Or? Oh, I know that one of the guys that actually helped start that place. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like a server at an ice cream spot in Claremont that we used to go to, Alamanute. You remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was the guy was cool as fuck. He gave me a couple restaurant um, recommendations that were kind of mediocre, but I forgive him for that. But uh, he worked at a coffee spot, and he uh, also worked at the Cheese Cave in Claremont. And he oh, was okay. always telling me about this beer place that him and his friends were opening up. And I was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to have to roll over there. Apparently, they're doing well. That's good. So yeah, they, they have a couple. Coffee. They have oh, a couple locations, a couple of coffee shops. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now the they took over the Sanctum spot, and they're going to turn that into a brewery as well. Nice, as well as coffee. Their coffee is really good too. Good, nice, dude. Yeah, it's good to hear they're doing well. Are they only out there like in the Empire-ish kind of area? No, no, they're like right up on. Is it Arrow or Route sixty six? It's Route sixty six. Yeah, it's Route sixty six. Oh, okay, okay. Like right, you know, um, pat, like by. A little ways down, I guess, from uh, Flappy Jacks or whatever. Yeah. Mm. They're not too far, though. Nice. I haven't had any of their shit, so I'm absolutely not going to endorse them unless they want to advertise on the podcast. But <laughs> but the guy was cool as fuck, though. I remember the guy being super sweet, so I'm going I'm to give them those big ups. I hope they don't follow the trend of all of the rest of the breweries that I've ever in- enjoyed, though. Uh-huh. You know the... Not to segue too hard, but... I have like a conspiracy theory about about breweries. Are you guys down for this? Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's hear. Let, it, let, me, let me put my tinfoil hat on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not too. It's, there's no aliens or anything like that. But we got to get like a drop to play whenever he goes into these conspiracy <laughs> talks. <laughs> All right. But so this is the, this is the conspiracy theory, right? So, and it's not even a conspiracy theory. I think it's just like a. 
I mean, maybe it is, but like rock stars. Mm -hmm. So good bands, like even like Metallica, a lot of people talk shit on Metallica. Um, OG Metallica, like fucking like, um, the black album, like red lightning, Lightning. some of their first shit was absolutely off the fucking chain. Good, just solid, hard ass, like not super hard, but it's good, like soft metal, like hard rock. Right. Uh Mm -hmm. And then they decided to do reload and load. And it was just like, I'm going to create a following for making fantastic music. And then I'm going to put two albums out that's just like shitting in the mouth of everybody who loves me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a really brutal thing to do. <laughs> it's like, how dare you do that? And like, I think that a lot of these people just have contempt for their audience. And I mean, we have contempt for our audience, but it's in a different way. But I think breweries do the same thing. Like, they'll have a fucking fantastic beer. They'll make, an, like, uh, not to name any names, but there's a brewery up on Arrow Highway that had something called the Mic Drop. It was like a Horchata milks, Milkshake uh, IPA. Yeah. And it was one of the best beers I've ever had in my whole life. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is amazing. It literally gave me an appreciation for beers, for hipster beers. And then they discontinued it, and they put just hipster piss in a can and tried to serve it to me. <laughs> it's like the same thing with rock stars, that they develop this following... They put out this amazing shit, and then they just like, you know what? Fuck these people. They don't deserve this. It sounds like you're just really butthurt. I can't like. be butthurt about everything, though. Metallica, <laughs> a brewery on Harrow Highway. Still sounds like, sounds like you're butthurt. I mean, Circus Survive did it to us, dude. They did it to us the other night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so they had their like 10-year anniversary for Blue Sky Noise, and we got the, like, the live stream. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't seen it all? No, I haven't watched it now. And... Um, Definitely, you could tell, man. It was, it was rough for them. Like, like just be. I, but my thing is, it's like, they, it's like they had they were separated the whole pandemic, so they couldn't really like do much. So this is like the first time them performing as a band. Let's so give I, them the I benefit get, of the doubt. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Well, what was the performance like? Like, was it choppy? Were they off time? Was it just shit? Like, Everything bad. Anthony Green sound like a. Like... The drummer and the bassist were fucking off the chain. The let's just say like the guitarist and the and the vocals were fucked. Like, it was he, like they, noticeably fucked up. Like, like as in sound was fucked up. As in just not connecting yeah. with, mm. with the rest of the band. Off, off fucking tone. Like not hitting notes proper. I'm like, what? And you know, I mean, I assume all three of us have pretty similar appreciation for Circus Survive. Oh, yeah, my favorite course, band. Yeah. I mean, these are these are a band that we you know had formative experiences all the way throughout our fucking. Which, which might be another reason why we notice that stuff because yeah. like I've heard those songs like many many times. Oh yeah. yeah. So when you hear something that's out of the ordinary, you just so you pick up on it, you know. Yeah, even one little note off mm-hmm. is like, what was it? I wasn't yeah, paying super hard close attention to it. You're, when you, you're when you pointed drunk. that, yeah, I was super fucking smashed. But when you <laughs> pointed that shit out to me, and then I started actually listening to it because I was kind of focusing on the conversation, uh-huh. you know, for a while. And that shit was playing in the background. But when you pointed that out to me, I started listening to it and it started creeping in. And I was like, oh no. And then, you know, they're starting to look like kind of washed up. Like, well, they're like 45 years old. Oh now. man, I can't believe that Circus Survives 45 years yeah, old, dude. dude. Do you think it's all the drugs, though? Like, do you think they're spun out? It's probably got something. Well, to for do one with of them. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And the but, one that was most noticeably fucked up, too. Like, uh, Anthony Green? Yeah, yeah he, he wasn't like fucked up on drugs. It just like was kind of like not. Fucking up in totally life. Totally there. Yeah. No, not life. <laughs> just like on the performance. This could right. be the but, mi- the micro of the macro of his entire life, though. Yeah. Mm. But he did he did do like a live stream of his solo stuff, and it was fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. Right, so that's awesome. I think it's just a connecting with the other band members. That could be issue. the case. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, having a band has got to be similar to like like a a good director, you know, like a good director. I think Tarantino was talking about it not that long ago. Like their their final movie, or frequently their final two or three movies are absolute dumpster fires. Their their best movie is frequently like their their third or second one to last movie, and then they just kind of put shit out until it's like, okay, now it's time for you to just go away. It's very similar to bands too. They usually do that. Like yeah. there's like a they actually used to have like so back in the '90s when like what we grew up on like rock and roll and all that. Back when there was a scene and a crowd for rock. Like nowadays, unless you're like a really unique rock band you don't really have a following like yeah. unless you come out yeah. with like you know an imagine dragons or something like that where you just you have really catchy things that like pull the masses in mm-hmm. you don't really succeed as a rock and roll band so uh yeah, the genre is dead huh yeah, like it seems I mean, like that yeah you just have to have like you just have to be the shit like you gotta yeah you, you like for the really big stuff like edm you could be an okay dj and you could be successful yeah. you could be an okay rapper and have a following can't really be an okay rock and roll band and have people come to your shows because it's just not really like 
it's just not the scene now nowadays, you know. Yeah. But like back in the day in the nineties, even before that, you you'd have like an arc in your career, and like they your producer would like manage you. I learned this when I used to work in schools. I taught like audio engineering and stuff like that because a lot of those guys were washed up producers because hmm. they were producers back in the eighties and some in the seventies when one of the guys that worked there, the head engineer, he was literally producing, he did Jagged Little Pill, Lash Morris. Oh, that's sick, dude. Yeah, that was one of his, like, big claim to fame in the 90s, and before that, he was doing Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. What the fuck? That guy, he's got to be, like, a millionaire, yeah? He made, he told me one time, he made $200,000 back in the 80s on a Michael Jackson album. Yeah. One album. Wow. As an audio engineer. But, you know, that's not a lot. Does he get residuals from that shit? No, audio engineers don't get what they call points. So he, he, if you're like a producer or like a, a, a ghostwriter or like you write any of the music, that's how you get points, quote unquote. Like right. part of the deal is like, okay, we'll pay you some money and we'll give you like five points, 5% of whatever album sales are. Yeah. But he made $200,000 back in the 80s, which is probably equivalent of about four or 500000 That's you pretty know, good. For buy six, a house, you know. For six months of work. And in, in the 80s, you could buy like five houses. You might with be that. able to buy a castle. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> you know, it, it was a large sum of money for like six months of work, yeah. right? So he came from those days, right? And then he's working for thirty bucks an hour oh, at, at, a, at a, a college, you know. And he's he's an extremely talented person. He just that's just the way the industry is nowadays. Is that kind of music doesn't sell, and he's not really into electronic music, so he wasn't doing much with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was the one when I worked at that school that you know I I worked there for several years, and you know I would just sit in the classes when I was like not working sometimes and learn from them, and you know I I was very involved. Go to lunch with them. He'd he'd always tell us about. Um, his days, you know, working, and he's retired now, and it's probably in his seventies. But he would talk about that, like you know, back in the day, a label would pick you up. You know, they'd say, "Wow, you're like got a lot, a lot of talent. You did good. We're gonna sculpt you." So they'd work with you. They'd have a team of people that would like, "Okay, this is you're gonna be your career with us." You'd have your second album. It did well. Great. We're gonna push you up. We're gonna mm-hmm. push you up. You'd always hit a certain point yeah. where you peaked, and it was like, you know, one of my favorite bands is In Flames, and like, I know that album. For uh, for me, where like I felt like they hit like their arc and then their style uh, uh, started to kind of transition into something else, and you're like, you know, for me, they I used to even like their later stuff because they were they were really talented, but like you know they started going in weird directions and they got more soft rockish or Ooh. like hard rockish, and I'm not soft rock, but like more like hard rock, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, you know, the latest album was really great because it was like kind of a return to their old shit, mm-hmm. but I think Kerry King put it best in an interview. He said the fans always want you to do what you did on your last album yeah. and like you can't do that you know but anyways nowadays what they do is like if you're hot you're hot and the moment you put out a bad single or a bad album they drop you they don't really have that arc anymore where they take care of you and they say okay like you're in the uh you you've hit your your peak we're gonna like kind of cascade you out you can do some albums but you're not going to be like we they understand you're not going to be putting out the most bangers that you used to do that's fucking crazy so i feel a connection between this this trend that you're kind of referencing and then the hipster piss water trend right so it's like i don't know there is it really the case that they stopped putting out like so this con this is there's this contrast between okay what does the crowd want of music of beer of like you know producers or whatever and then there's like okay these are all actually individual human beings that have like something that they want to express in themselves like they are actually artistic beings that are trying to just like yeah no my last album was lit, but I actually want to progress in my art form. Yeah, but, try something else. But what if that, that progression just Or I want to make sucks. something other than horchata beers. Yeah, yeah but fuck <laughs> that. They need to make horchata beers for the rest of their time in existence. I mean, they, like, they, they definitely to, could. They got obviously, the I'm the center of their universe, so... <laughs> I mean, let's just say they could only make like eight beers at a time. I mean... You know, what it, I mean, it's like five or six, but yeah, but honestly, you can't just keep one. Like, you just can't keep the only good one that you did. <laughs> what? Like, you can't just keep making Jaterna over and over again until the end of your fucking career. Like, what are you doing? I'd probably buy two Jaternas and then get tired of it. And even like in your case, like, okay, so uh, In Flames goes to kind of like, you know, shit tier. But then all of a sudden, they're like, you know what? We're losing all these views. I'm just going to make a band, like an album, just like our first and second album, and people are going to love it again. And they love it again. But then I feel like sometimes you lose that magic. Bring you know? back the mic drop horchata <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's that's not even the best one. It's dude. the fucking it's best not. one that they had. Except no, for I, Melodramatic I, is actually the best one. Yeah, that's had. really good. I'm just oh, saying like oof. the best horchata ones from Mumford. You haven't even so tried I haven't even had that yet. That's and like the did, best Hold on. Did they discontinue that one? 
They, they don't discontinue it. It's like seasonal. Okay, so they're not making it right now? No. Fuck these people. You see this trend that I'm talking about? These people hate us, dude. It's a fucking conspiracy. Are you like new to like... I am. Manufacturing and... Beverages. Life. Breweries. Bands too. No, I'm just seeing this trend for the first time and, and enunciating it. And it's, you know, and I'm kind of a pissed off person about this. I like good things. Just keep making them. You know? Yeah. I can kind of understand that, but, you know. See, but what, what if, like, if they would have kept making the same shit... It would not even have made a horchata beer, probably. Okay, so, I, I mean, I see your point there. Yeah, it's a good point. Still, I mean, it's trash. I need the horchata right now. <laughs> and I can't find it. And Mumford's not making it either, so. I'm sure you could find somewhere. There's like a billion breweries in California. Yeah, that's true. Dude, going to that fucking liquor store today was eye-opener. It's I, good, right? Man, it's, it's I've never seen a wall of product that has made me freeze before. <laughs> you know? It's like, whoa. It's like if you go and check out, like... You know, dildos or a deodorant or something like that. Dildos or deodorant. And there's just a full fucking wall of things. It's just like, wow, this is, there's a whole world out there. You want to try all of them? All of them. Deodorant, you just stick with secret and you're good. I don't actually don't use deodorant. You don't use, you disgusting fuck. I have literally never in my fucking whole life used deodorant. That's bullshit. You used to have the Dove deodorant, man. I used to see it in your room. I didn't. I never used Dove. Yeah. Never used Dove products except for lotion. And that's just for fapping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn, dude. I never use fucking Dove products. That shit's trash, bruh. Dr. Bronner's for soap, period. You um, never use deodorant, dude? How do you not smell? The, I actually, And the weird thing is, dude, I legit don't smell. Except for when I smell like shit. <laughs> like, if I'm working out, like, I have to be fucking physically exerting myself brutally That's to smell issue. like shit. That's the issue, Steven. He doesn't physically exert that's, himself at all. That's <laughs> my secret, guys, just in that's case you're problem. looking for, you know, Only the best deodorant, it's inactivity. Yeah. It's only your heart that you exert after you eat a big ass carne asada burrito. Oh man, those are so good. It's his intestines that do all the exertion. It's all internal. Pushing <laughs> that carne adago through you. Dude, I have been taking it easy on the carne adaga. Good. Mostly, and that's probably you know one of the things that I credit my significant reduction in body mass index, you know, recently. But mm-hmm. it is delicious. A good carne asada burrito. Fuck you, what are you looking at? I was just checking out He's your like head. judging me right now. You <laughs> son of a like, bitch. Straight up like, looks at it's his It's beer stomach. bloat, I was dick. looking at your titties and your, these your are, beer. These are actually probably a solid cup and a half smaller. Yeah, you actually have lost a lot of weight, dude. Gang I'm pretty, dude. pretty yeah. impressed that, uh, that you've done that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. fat shaming you. You know, it's not even I'm hard I'm just work. looking at you because I'm like, I've seen a... You're jealous is what it is. Yeah. You're fucking <laughs> looking over at this bulge right here. That's what a man looks like. It's fucking right. <laughs> he's just like he's wondering why you're so hard. Yeah, well, don't ask. I'm wondering why I'm so hard. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> hey, so you're a lotion dude? You, you like, drink off a lotion? Big lotion guy, guy. Like big lotion, Kiehl's gang or nothing at all. <laughs> you ever tried oil? Uh, I actually I have a large uh, canister of coconut, a pure uh, unadulterated coconut oil sitting <laughs> just for that. Yeah, I, I'm on, not not bedside. I wouldn't use coconut oil, dude. I would use some like cheap fucking like I buy this shit that's like literally like sex oil. Well, it's it's made for like massaging, but it's like supposed to be like sex. Is slash it water based? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but it works really good for hand jobs, and it also works really good for back rubs. So like I could rub my chicks back, and then. She can give me a hand job, or I'll just throw it in. You know what works really good for hand jobs? Mm. The mouth. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are called blowjobs, though. It's definitely but yes. true. No, I mean, no. but yeah. No, but you know what works fantastic also is, uh, I'm not going to pronounce this shit properly. It's like jojoba. <laughs> <laughs> or jojoba. Jojoba oil. Jojoba. 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 It's fantastic jojoba for, the, oil. for the handies. I'm going to keep it real. Uh, there's a little glass bottle next to the bed, and that. You know, with a little applicator squirter thing. So Two you do pumps. use oil. Two pumps. Um, that's for that's a, yeah yeah. I mean, <laughs> lotion's better though. Oh, dude, let me. By the way, lotion you in a clean off you. Let me let you in on a secret right now. There's this shit. So basically, all of the lines of lotion, like whether you're talking about like Eucerin or Curel or Jergens or well, Jergens is for some reason associated with masturbation in my mind. I mean, um, I've used a lot of Jergens in my life. <laughs> so you know, I don't know why, but Eucerin and like Curel. And all the other ones aren't, but Jurgens is for sure. But all of them have a class of product called Ultra Healing. Yeah. And that's ultra- for the soul, dude. After you jerk off with lotion, <laughs> you need that <laughs> some, for the soul, you you know? some aftercare yeah. for sure. You need a little bit like, What have I done? You know, like- <laughs> <laughs> this seems like an ultra, ultra. I, w- I wipe my phone down with it afterwards. <laughs> dude, yeah. the phone is also, oh man. But anyway, so Ultra Healing, right? If you beat yourself raw, if you're sitting there and you're wondering why you, you did this again to yourself, Ultra Healing 
we'll have you fucking back at it the next day. No <laughs> you problem. Beat yourself, Rod. Tell you, you beat yourself, Rod. Tell you, you beat yourself, Rod. It's like fucking dead turkey, man. These are mostly jokes, but I mean, mostly. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you which ones are jokes and which ones aren't, so don't inquire. I could guess. I, could, I can make a pretty solid <laughs> guess. Nobody is, nobody is. But uh, Jurgens Ultra Healing, also, well, Curel's not quite as good. I was actually surprised because Jurgens, for some reason, it seems like a meme lotion to me, but it's actually high quality shit. Jurgens Ultra Healing. Just about anywhere. Yeah, that's the one I use, actually. It's fucking fantastic. It's just good for fapping. You feel refreshed afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I... Not even discolored. <laughs> Sometimes you beat that thing pink. You know? <laughs> I mean, in your case, maybe purple. I don't know. Probably purple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know. It actually looks like the eggplant emoji. I was going to say that. It's more accurate to what everyone's rocking down there. Yeah, Carell Ultra Healing, or uh, Jurgens Ultra Healing. Yeah. It's I off the chain. I remember one time, speaking of that. By the way, Jurgens. Hit us up with the ad bucks. <laughs> ad bucks, baby. Jurgens. We beat off with all your cream. Oh, for sure. It reminded me one time, uh, we had a friend back in the day who was like very white, like blonde hair, blue eyes, like super alabaster skin. <laughs> and um, Is this a female or a male? This is a female. Oh. And uh, we used, for some reason, we got hooked on using the word brown eye for like everything, yeah. like <laughs> referencing a butthole. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like right when we had met her and like three weeks into all of our friendships, she starts like giggling and she's like, I don't know what kind of brown eye you all talking about. She's like, mine's pink. <laughs> Did I know this person? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were fucking dying. So we're like, you're just pink? Hell yeah. <laughs> like, you must be like white, white, because I'm white, but yeah, damn. Yeah, yours is probably definitely brown. Yeah, I see. It's the Hungarian. Yeah. That's the Middle East aspect of it, you know? It's Eastern European. It's quite, you know. It's a potato, potato from the other... The lotion on the other dude's cock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. No, if the it was true, then it would be pink. Yeah, but if he's using ultra healing, it would be pink. <laughs> it said Jojo B oil. Yeah, he's using Jojoba. 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 Jehovah's oil. Makes perfect sense. Hey, can you grab me one of those beers, Johnson? Thank you. Jehovah oil. It's the oil that Christ used to masturbate with. I mean, what? I mean, he probably just did berries. He probably had like a red dick. Like really? What would they use? It has to be like fish oil or something. Nah, I just spit, dude. Fish. <laughs> fucking didn't have any fish oil or processing plants. They just get the fish and they just squeeze the shit out of it and then you drink off with it. Just beat off into a fish. Use it as a fifi. Thank you, sir. You guys know what a fifi is? That's what they use in jail. It's like they make like these like fake vaginas out of uh, socks and all kinds of weird shit. They call them fifis. Really? Yeah, at least that's what... Uh, what's that guy's name? With your brother-in-law that went to jail for a long time. Mark, yeah. Yeah. Marky Mark. Used to dump loads into guys' socks. You have to. Uh, other guys dump loads into. You know the problem is too. There's no girls' socks that you could dump loads into. So. I mean, if you're. They're inevitably inevitably going to be guys' socks. I mean, if you're dumping load into a sock, I don't think it really matters, huh? Kind of does. Unless you got like a fetish for like feet or something like that. You know, a lot of guys out there do really, and you know what's weird too. I've actually kind of just recently had like the fascination not I, I have zero foot fetish like it's not something that's attractive to me at all it's cute but for some reason i just kind of want to suck on toes a little bit <laughs> and see if i like it but the weird thing is is i i know i'm not gonna like it i had two friends one that tried it and kind of liked it and then one that actually just really liked it really it's actually my friend's my friend monica's boyfriend or her, i guess her husband now the first time they fucked he pulled out and then finished on her feet and she was like <laughs> what she, the... she wasn't ready for it no because you didn't give no warning like, yeah that's pretty deep like you're you... just gonna flash your fetish in front of this broad for the first time and now she just knows like, uh, I mean like cool but like you should give him a heads up like maybe have sex a few times and be like I'm gonna upload on your feet yeah I'll just do it but... or at least give her the warning you know I'm kind of have a thing for feet yeah not just blast a nut on, on her feet you know Dude, so one time, like... I feel like if they say you can't come in me, then every, every word's game. <laughs> you know, like every... Just pull it out and put it in their ass. Honestly, though, if you can't blast inside, then what the fuck are you even messing around with this broad for? Obviously, she's out of your league. Like, no, you're, yeah, out of, yeah, you're out of her league. Kids. Uh, I mean, honestly, for yeah, a long time, I didn't finish inside a chick because of that, because I wasn't yeah. actually... I didn't have a serious girlfriend. But when I met my girl now, like... I usually don't finish inside them until I've known them for a bit, you know? Like, <laughs> well, that's probably wise, yeah. Yeah, you know, until I could trust them that they're, like, actually Taking on birth the control, or, yeah. you know? So she was on the IDU or whatever it is. IUD. IUD, yeah. So I- she took... IED? IED? One of these things explodes on the side and kills your entire squad. <laughs> I, think, I think that might be... I don't know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's worked for the past, like, like fucking, fucking 18 know. months. It's just been blowing my sperm out, so... Hell yeah, I do. But anyways, like... Uh, Holy shit, be careful. What? I'm just uh, 
got we were just talking about not that long ago just blasting loads and broads is so scary now but you know honestly i'm if you're not if you're with a broad that you can't blast a load in and not you know just be cool with having a kid because like yeah sex produces children so if you're fucking someone and you're not down to have a child with them then you're probably just not doing something that's wise or morally good i can't agree with that dude i i, I had a friends of benefit that i never finished him because i you know, she was on the pill. Yeah. But I didn't want a girlfriend at the time, and she wanted a boyfriend. So I'm we were not, just I'm, fucking men. I'm not, I'm like, but that's not my point. My point is so the inevitable result of banging a person, like, it's not inevitable, obviously, but a possible outcome of sticking your penis inside of a woman's vagina, all of them, is having a child, right? So I'm not, obviously, I'm not trying to pass moral judgment. I understand that people have recreational sex, blah, blah, blah. All I'm saying is, I think it's probably just wise practice to not put your cock in someone who you wouldn't at least be like somewhat okay with having a kid with just as a contingency. You know what I mean? I think it's best practice. Yeah. That's what, and that's <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying. I think that's, yeah. It's, it's just, it's, that's, that's all I'm saying, you know? Yeah. No, no, I hear you, man. Like you don't, you know, if you get someone pregnant that you're not down to have a kid with, then it's you're a very fucked. scary thing. Yeah. It can be, yeah. Holy shit, you're And paying. it happens all you're the paying. fucking day. And just for thee, she's not a fucking traditional Catholic. And she's just got, like, a moral prohibition against shmushmortion. Because, goddamn, if she just wants to keep that bad boy, you're in trouble. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean that happens every day, man. People yeah. deal with it. You know, that's just... That's the, to me, that's the risk you accept. For if sure, you're going to be doing point. that, yeah. you, is like you just have to be okay and be like, okay, that's just part of having sex. Yeah, so, I might just have to pay this woman for the next 18 years. Yeah. Sorry, it, so I, let me turn off my motorcycle, guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was perfect well, timing. Why don't you yeah. take off your leather jacket, too? <laughs> your assless chaps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give me a second. Yeah, sorry. I don't. I didn't mean to like interrupt you. I was just putting a... For the boys out there, don't, well, yeah, don't dude, fuck if broads you're, if you're not down to have a child you're dating, with dating, I'm sure that's like the... You degenerate scare, fucks. Stop having promiscuous sex. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get on a soapbox <laughs> here. We need, we need more hot out the beer. Yes. And and stop fucking. God, wait, wait, Jesus wait, wait. But then this guy's like, I never use a condom. So it's like, you can't be saying that. I have that never had then... sex with a person that I have not been, at least in the back of my mind, somewhat no, okay. I, I don't know, man. You're kind of like, I, I, I think I, you're, don't, you're don't going call against me on your, this. Don't call me on this. You're going against your own <laughs> your own advice here, dude. I'm, I was young, dude. Yeah, Jesus. dude. Look at this. All right, Excuses right. all of a sudden coming yeah. out. Right. Fucking, I was young. But All right, but this is still best practices, right? Best practice. best practice. Yeah, best practice. Right? Yeah, dude. Fuck best practices. Yeah. Dump a Come on the feet. Run antivirus on the computer, no matter what, even if it's an Apple. You know? <laughs> it's best practice. It's a little key log around there. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying before that I rudely interrupted yeah. you, which I totally admit that I did. Sorry. That's no, okay. I, honestly, something about coming inside someone. <laughs> I, honestly, I think it was about um, my girl now that, like, she's the first girl I've actually dumped a load in. Ah. And I can remember, like, you know, the girl before her was just a friends with benefits for about a year. And there really is something truly bonding, like the parabond. Just yeah. it just builds so fast and so strong when you're dumping loads yeah, no inside someone because it's like there's just something so connecting about it. Like I can't really explain it. Just all of a sudden you're like, this is my jerk. Yeah. Like it bonds you so hard because oh, there's yeah. nothing like that feeling. But you know, I, I just ever since I, the first time she told me to do it, I haven't stopped. It's been yeah. the fucking best. Yeah, there's no honestly, dude. Like. I, I just don't understand how like the 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 sex act has always been accompanied with just dropping loads. And if you want a conspiracy, me, so. dude, that's Ooh. your conspiracy, man. What is it? The best feeling is coming inside someone. Oh no doubt about it. And then yeah, it's the most like dangerous, you know. It definitely is, dude. That that's... is a conspiracy in a way. Yeah. God did this to God us. God did this to us. What the fuck are you doing, God? <laughs> Jesus. Everything's a conspiracy. God, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, God, Jesus, God. Jesus, God. What are you doing? <laughs> trying to dump loads and broads with absolutely no problems associated with this like it's, it's consequence man it's just consequence yeah fucking god dude god thanks god, god thanks, thanks god. god hey but at the same time you know he did give us this excellent body i mean god i don't even know god but he's all right i met him a couple times if he's around then he definitely gave us you know these sausages that we get to just dump loads and broads with so thanks god yeah, I'm not complaining, that. dude. Being I'm human's a, badass. I'm appreciate that a whole lot. Yeah, appreciate the fuck out of that, dude. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. thanks, God. Thank you, God. Yeah, dude. Thanks, God. I mean, hey, this... how about we should reach out to him for for being a sponsor? Oh, dude, God, please throw us those <laughs> ad bucks. <laughs> I'm sure we'd be his first on his list. To, yeah. uh... <laughs> I think we would. I think we're all pr- pretty much 
like excellent moral beings, if I'm going to be all the way at 100% with that. I guess it depends on who your version of God is. Because, <laughs> like, if it's God, God from like the Western Judeo Christian religions, yeah. we're Ooh. definitely not. And if it's like, yeah. you know, Muslim God, you know, we're definitely not. And if it's like Buddha, Buddha was like, he preaches non judgment. So Buddha would actually probably be our best sponsor. Yeah, I don't think Buddha gives a fuck. That's, that's yeah, true. He's, he's all about non judgment and, you know, non intervention. Just like, okay, cool. Do you accept your karma and fulfill your dharma? He had a pretty solid. Uh, he had a pretty solid uh, origin story too. Buddha. Yeah. Yeah, Buddha's dope, dude. Yeah. Born wasn't he like born wealthy in like a gated community or something like that? <laughs> Very American story. Holy shit! Closing our garage there just so we uh, could cut out that motorcycle. Some motorcycle. fucking twat on a sportster decided to just you know put his assless chaps on and get on the road right now. Okay, neighbor thinks he's a biker boy now. Dick. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's just revving outside his house. <laughs> I know, dude. Thanks a lot, asshole. I don't know who that Trying guy to film is. A podcast. Hopefully he does not listen to the podcast. <laughs> if he does, I'm sorry. If he did, it, it was the other neighbor. Yeah. With the motorcycle. <laughs> it's going to be all fucking Caesar. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'd hate to fight that guy, dude. Caesar? Caesar's like the biggest teddy bear on earth. Fuck a Caesar. Andrew Becerra's little brother? Oh, yeah, I don't know that guy. He's a shit, man. Yeah, Andrew and him, they're both awesome, but Caesar's just a monster, dude. he just murder someone. Really? I mean, he could. Like, if you ever fought that, have you seen that guy, dude? No, he's like twice your size. And, really? Like, he's just a big punk rocker. Because Andrew dude. was not big. Like, no, he no, he's, like he's a scrawny, dude. He's different. He's like just like you and your brother, are different sizes. Like your man. brother's bigger than you. He's a big old motherfucker. Yeah, he's a big dude, man. Hmm. I wouldn't mess with him. That's cool. Yeah, he's cool as fuck, though, man. I like Caesar a lot. Oh, I don't know. Thank, thank I'm you, gonna, God. I'm gonna say Caesar. <laughs> thanks, God. Yeah, thanks for Caesar. Yeah, if I had a guy to be Caesar, man, I'd just be like, see, I don't know, Caesar. I'm not going that far. Caesar, dude. For all I know, Caesar sucks. No offense, Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> now, does he listen to the podcast? I hope he yeah. does. Because so he, he actually knows. He knows I'm, I'm who you are. About him. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I think I might have given him a ride one time in the panel truck, though. <laughs> I know I gave Andrew several rides, and I think one time he brought a sibling, and I think he might have gotten tetanus from being rolled around in the back of a fucking rusty-ass vehicle. I'm pretty sure we're all going to like inherit something from your fucking goddamn panel truck. Dude, I'm going to get that thing back soon. Where where has it been for the past ten years? It's it been in the hands of multiple other men. <laughs> that sounds really bad, dude. Like what? a wayward ex girlfriend that went out and got just gang banged for fucking like five years, and then she comes back. That's literally describing your past. And yeah, you take her <laughs> with open arms, you know, and then pr- pray to God that she doesn't have HIV. And then yeah, that was... and then she does. Thank you, God, for this HIV. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, God, for fucking apparently women having a much easier time getting HIV than men because. Apparently, men, all they have to do is urinate. I mean, I don't think it's all they have to do, but I, I don't think that's the case at all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not would... giving medical advice, <laughs> mind you. Just take a piss after sex. You won't get HIV. You probably you won't get AIDS. Bang this guy in this fucking <laughs> blood fest. And hey, if there's a gaping <laughs> asshole with blo- you know broken capillaries and stuff like that, there's way bigger oh, chance just, of getting just, HIV. Just pee on it. Yeah. Oh. Gross. Because you're, you're pissing out the AIDS of your dick, Yeah. and then you're, you're cleansing his asshole with yeah, your piss. Yeah, it's like positive... Plus positive. Well, I think that still equals positive, actually. And you guys are giving some sage advice over here. <laughs> Please, anyone listening to this podcast and listen to these two fuckers talk about how to have anal sex because <laughs> it's not how we're going to pee on somebody's juju, but... juju oil. No, ju- jujuba. 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 Coil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So for anal sex, yeah. how many how many, how many pumps? Pump, like until you finish? No. Of oil do you need? <laughs> Well, the thing, you know, the bummer about oil, right? Coconut oil, right? Is they tend to not come with 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 pump applicators, so you just have to dump yeah, your hand. Yeah, because it solidifies. That's when the, it gets but that's cold. like the that's kind of dumb, you know. You got to just you're in the moment, dude. You're not trying to like yeah, dump your hand in a bucket. Yeah. Just fucking slap that. Well, oh, that would be actually pretty pretty convenient. But having a bucket full of grease in the bottom of your bed, you just fucking, like bacon grease. <laughs> that is slap some it on. redneck shit right there. That seems like just having a bucket of lube next to the bed that you just slap on there. Honestly, I I've had anal sex many, many times. I've never used lube. <laughs> who was uh, who was the giver and who was the taker? <laughs> He's I like, this mic stand. Yeah, the mic stand. <laughs> I was testing it out before I brought it over. <laughs> now, the last two girls I had, not my girl now but the two girls before them uh both like really loved anal mm-hmm. so i just use their tears like uh, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah no, I I kidding, they... that's like the most economical <laughs> oh yeah it's free, free to go you know? yeah 
Honestly, like, so they both loved to, like, have sex and then get banged, like, halfway through in their ass and have me finish in their ass. Well, halfway through in their ass? Like, they only wanted you to go halfway down? No, no, so, like, halfway through sex, they usually, like, it wasn't every time, but when they would get really turned on, they'd be like, all right, put it in my fucking ass. Wow. So, like, usually they'd be so wet that there'd just be so much liquid that you wouldn't have. I would never use lube. I just, all right, that kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah, you just get really wet and fucking throw it in there. And you know, I just never really, like... I'd never understood the appeal of... I know it's kind of like the biggest trend these days, all these broads trying to get their fucking ass gaped out and whatnot, but <laughs> I just never understood like the fucking appeal to poop dicking. Well, I just, just want to bring this I mean, back. maybe it I is. You know, maybe I'm quick. missing out. All right, yeah. Steven said he's only finished in one chick, right? Yeah. We just found out he finished in two other girls. Uh, this is, we're talking about anal versus vaginal. Hey, you're okay, still yeah. finishing inside someone. Though. Ruben, you can't get pregnant from the ass. Don't you know that this hey. is like... <laughs> I thought there was a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where this hey, was explored. Str- stranger things have happened. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. You know, you really got to watch out for some of these bras that'll just take loads. What, and, what if and she? Bang has, what if she has an ulcer? Oh, <laughs> like I think she'll probably if she has an ulcer that bleeds from her intestines <laughs> to her stomach, she's probably or to her vagina, she's probably gonna die. Yeah, you got worse problems. So, Hopefully, you know. before nine months, right? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> have you been in recent contact with any of these bras? I mean, I haven't talked to them since I started dating my girl. Now, so it's not a sure thing. We it's could, not a sure you thing. could be clear. You could be clear. I mean, I'm pretty sure I am. I hope but you are. I fucking hope so. I don't know. <laughs> they just show up with a baby one day, a little half half mong, half cracker baby, or half. Mong. Uh, well, mong. have you heard about the the cervix the cervix the cervix? Uh, yeah. No, the uh, I love the cervix. The cervix piercing that girls are getting. How the fuck is that possible? Yeah, that's creating a, a pathway from the anus to the cervix. Oh my god, no! Wait, and that is. Bad news, Barry. Sh- dude. <laughs> why did you get a for you know? You're gonna have shit puss after that, dude. What the fuck? It doesn't. I don't think that's a real thing, dude. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. I mean, this. I wouldn't be surprised. Have you guys heard of a neo vagina? <laughs> not to not to draw the. What? Have we what? talked about neo vaginas? Are before? they are they bald and have red laces? <laughs> <laughs> Let us. I mean, the red laces go between the anal cavity <laughs> and the vaginal, the neo vaginal cavity. But oh man. Some people be busting holes between their their new vaginas that used to be cocks and their asses, mm-hmm. and they get just they get shit puss, dude. Oh yeah, we Wait, we, we looked at yeah. that. Are you talking you about? We, you weren't here. He wasn't here. Was no, he here just, no. Oh, you we were looking out on at, that at like, fucking conversation right there, dude. We're, we're looking like at transition uh, surgery photos. Yeah, like going from a pole to a hole. Yes. And <laughs> so there was a doctor. I think it was Doctor fucking Gainer or something like this. I forget the name of the doctor, but. A female doctor who specializes in transition surgeries, which this podcast absolutely supports. Yeah, we do. All of your life choices, we are supportive. You just get on that train and fucking handle it however you like to handle it. Mm. But anyways. Yeah, it's fine, man. This this doctor, like, I don't know if it was a mistake or if they were like, okay, well, there's no way for us to lubricate your neo-vagina, so we have to attach it to a bile duct, and then it will auto-lubricate. And so instead, like, of... Just a nice, you know, gushy box. You have literally a shit puss. No. Yes. Was it really? It, and this person, let's just say it didn't end well for that person. But, like septic poisoning wait, or something? No, well, they killed themselves, but yeah. But was it like an experimental thing? Or I don't think it was very experimental. They kind of knew what they were doing. So wait, would they put anal glands that... Well, they just nicked a hole in a fucking like gland, apparently, that lubricate. Like, they're, they're, it's bile, Right, so there's digestive action going on in this situation, Ooh. and they were attempting to repurpose this plumbing to lubricate somebody's neo vagina, and it just uh, was apparently this. Pr- and this is keep in mind that this is a Reddit story, <laughs> so God fucking knows. God, please God, <laughs> yeah, God knows what if this is true or not. Th- thank you, God, for Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But thank you also, God, for Neo Vaginas, because this is one of the most entertaining stories you've ever heard in your whole life. If you go and read that thing, this person just breaks down their transition story. And honestly, dude, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them go, well, fine. And like these people live out happy lives. But this specific story was a fucking horror story. And it was sad because this person just wanted to be functioning. And this doctor did something to them that absolutely fucking destroyed so, their so sex this, life. this isn't the norm. I don't know if it's the norm or not. I have so no they, fucking idea. I haven't honestly I haven't delved it into be, it much. Yeah, I, I pray like to God like, that it is. I feel like though. they went to Mexico to get like a cheaper <laughs> surgery. <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> might have been the case. It was all bad. But yeah, this yeah, dude, shit puss, dude. Oh, that sounds that's really very unfortunate, dude. Because if they have to go through that, just you know, that's yeah. sad. 
That is sad, man. And I, I don't like. I think everyone has the right to feel, yeah, know, and be whoever they want to be. I just want you to be a happy person, dude. Yeah, to to be put through that kind of like mutilation. Yeah, that's dude. a really sad, terrible thing. It's a fucking tragedy. You're putting your life in someone's hands to take care of you, and all yeah. of a sudden they're just slicing. Oh god, slicing bile ducts open, and then you got fucking a shitty cunt. Like what the yeah. fuck, man? It sucks. I didn't mean to go into that story. My bad. I don't know. I'm just thinking of the the cost of underwear, dude. <laughs> you know, uh, you, like, got, you got a bile leaking out from the front you're always, all the time. It's just eating up your panties. You're, you're always buying. Uh-huh, dude, if you, if you like the good shit, like expensive stuff, like MeUndies, dude. MeUndies which might be a sponsor one day. MeUndies hit us up for the mad yeah, bucks. That's a lot of money, dude. Also, I don't know if you've ever given your old lady some shekels to go to fucking um, Victoria's Secret. God damn, that shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. I did not realize mm-hmm. this. I sent my girl to the store with two hundred dollars. <laughs> she comes back and she's like, "I spent two hundred fifty dollars." Extra. And I'm like, so she spent the five hundred dollars. What are you telling like me that this shit for? Like, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. was it nice though? Like, was it, it was like fantastic. A... It was beautiful. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. no, I mean, cool. don't get me wrong. It's a solid investment, but goddamn, yeah. Uh, Set limits, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's Walmart lingerie. You too. don't want to go to Walmart. Lingerie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's, it's like depending on, on where you are in yeah. life. You know what I mean? You can... yeah. It's like getting a Hyundai. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Well, what do you have? You have a Mazda, right? Mazda's <laughs> good. You fucking looked at you so like... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he was like, he offended me. <laughs> you have a uh, Mazda, though, so I you're good. Because they created the rotary, or at least they implemented the rotary, so they're solid. Yeah. Mazda's <laughs> what good. The fuck? I'll take Mazda. I used to have a Hyundai, though. <laughs> What's wrong with Hyundai, dude? I love my Hyundai. Do I need to tell you? I don't care. Tell him, dude. If I, I need to tell you... I, so, hey, somebody has to tell him. Uh, well, what happened with Hyundai, dude? Hyundai. That's literally all I need to say. <laughs> Okay. They've actually come out with all right. I'll I'm gonna just go against my bourgeois tendencies for automobiles and say that Hyundai has actually upped their game pretty significant in the last like six seven years something like that. But what, are you just you don't like them because they're just not like quality car? Yeah. It's, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a cheap car. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I understand. It's like saying a fucking Honda Civic is like. Hey, but Honda Civic, dude, that's a fucking good ass car. So was my Hyundai, dude. Shit, last I mean, me. Maybe. Hold on, what, what did it look like again? Oh, shit, I don't remember that one. It was a blue sedan. It was like made a, of metal. And <laughs> it had, it had headlights on. Yeah, yeah. That tells me everything I need to know. It was an Elantra. <sighs> you know, no yeah. Hondas. They don't get Hondas. What's wrong with you? I buy cheap cars. You, you know I don't think cars is, are good investments, so I, I just don't buy nice ones. So it depends, right? So, And it's actually really hit or miss. Usually, I do stick by the story that you, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily all the way true with cars. Like, So if you buy an Audi... You're gonna be in trouble in the future if you don't get rid of yeah, that it, motherfucker it gets by the to time. It a point we... where it's like luxury, and then it's like yeah. dependability. You know, it's just it it's doesn't just work out, you, which yeah. doesn't make any sense because these fucking Germans are supposed to be the best engineers. If I have to take the entire front of the fucking car off to replace the power steering pump, mm. I don't want your vehicle. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole, and you're you you just say it's like you know over engineered or whatever. You're just a fucking dick. You know. Yeah, I think so, man. I go, I go for like ease. Most of the cars I get like the service is real cheap. I get all four tires replaced for like three hundred bucks. That's a banging deal. Goddamn, that's, that's very good deal. Yeah. yeah, low maintenance. That's, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. I don't even have like a crazy car, and like each tire. You a pretty is, like, nice car, dude. Quit two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, Dang, you ha- you it's do crazy, have a nice dude. car though. The Chargers, like you know, you have a six in it, so of course that's a little bit. I question your manhood, but. The chargers themselves. I have like an hour and a half commute every day from work. So. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. You should have gotten a Hyundai. Plus, I don't need, <laughs> plus I don't need to compensate for stuff, you know. Well, some of us have small penises, so. Yeah, would you get recently do what's that truck? That big ass redneck truck you like got? A '64 Ford truck, <laughs> raised on motherfucking 35 inch tires. I'm not even lying. That looks so ridiculous. When I saw you driving up, I was like, "Who is this? Where's that's the bale of hay, dude?" My, my name should be Kyle, dude, and I should work on a farm with that truck. It's yeah. so badass, though. Where are your overalls, dude? I, I for the first time since I was like actually ever, I uh, rebuilt a carburetor today, mm-hmm. which was a mish, and I was terrified that I'd, I'd gotten myself in hot water and I wasn't going to be able to get myself out. You know, <laughs> I took the fucking. I drove this truck to work. I took the carburetor off the vehicle. I completely disassembled it. And then I was unsure of whether I was going to be able to get it back on. And then I was possibly going to have to leave this fucking car in the ghetto. And people would <laughs> steal my rims and tires, my fresh-ass rims and tires that I just got. Uh, but you know the what? Spinner, you got the spinners? I pull, <laughs> my spinners, dude. My 21s. And I, I pulled through, dude. I pulled through in that good old American way and just 
put that motherfucker back together and drove it home, and it was better than ever. Cutting so. to a half hour from now, I'm taking Johnson home. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, no. Taking the podcast on the road. And it just doesn't start on the way out the door. <laughs> but yeah, do things, you know, like that. Put yourself in that weird position. Yeah, you got to challenge yourself, you know, do different stuff. It was nice, man. That's good, dude. It was real nice. Learn what you made of. And I feel like that truck has like a good history. Or not not like a good history, but like a unique one. Yeah, I don't know shit. You, buy it for, you bought it from a crackhead. So. I did. That guy so was on like, meth. It's got to have some good stories behind it. You know? He's a method? Dude, so there's a, like an automotive company right next to my business. By the way, my business. Graybill Metal Polishing. We advertise. <laughs> yeah, it hit us up for chrome. Polish chrome. Anodize. Baldwin Park. Graybill Metal Polishing. What's up? <laughs> You could get that shit. It's so stupid. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the shekel? You got to get the shekels yeah. first. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're paying us for oh, this shit. time. Yeah, I guess I'll have to put that in the in the mail. <laughs> That's a 30 day it. invoice right there for oh, sure. Okay. Net 30 terms. Fuck, what was I talking about right now? Oh, the By truck. Method. Truck. Oh, yeah. So the guy, so there's a, a, a business that used to be right next to us. And these guys were in business. This is actually kind of a bummer. One of the bummers about getting older in general you're going to just watch everybody that you care about die, right? Which is kind of fucked up when you think about it, not to get too philosophical deep. But you're going to watch everybody that you love die, which is kind of a bummer. And there were two old men, one of them still alive. The other one passed away last year. And they owned the business next to us. And it was an automotive business um, called Engine Dynamics. And they're no longer around. Um, but So this meth head rolls up with this truck. And he's sitting in front of their fucking shop waiting for them to open. And he doesn't know that this place has been out of business for like a solid year. And I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck is this guy doing? And so when nobody shows up to open the door, he comes through. He's got a flat tire. And he's like, hey, bro, I need to I need to fucking like get my tire aired up. I got to get back to this crash pad that I'm at and blah, blah, blah. And he's telling me all these stories. He's being very open and. You know, telling me that he's been on a fucking like hard bender for like the last six months and several of his family members died and his wife just left him and fucking blah, blah, blah. And this truck that he has is fucking badass. Like, I mean, for what it is, obviously, it's a 60s truck. So, you know, it's got a semi fresh paint job. The engine's kind of a dumpster fire, but at least it, like, you know, what, what the base is, what you're working with is, is a good like setup. So, like, this guy tells us his story. We bring out the hose. I'm airing his tire up, and he's just like, hey, bro, I got to get out of town, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah? What are you doing? He's like, got, a, got a job in Ohio. I got to be there by Monday. I want to sell this truck for, for $10,000. And I was like, well, I don't have $10,000, <laughs> but I'll give you five. And so he's like, oh, uh, let's do it. Like, not even a fucking second thought. It's like, hell yeah, I'll take I got away with like $2,000 if you really wanted. That's a probably, but I also didn't want to be a dick. So I gave the guy the option, too. Like, listen, if you fucking get back on your feet, go get that job, you know, handle your shit. If you come back in a year, I'll sell this thing back to you for the original price plus whatever I have to put into it to keep it going and to get it registered because, of course, this fucking, like, crazy speed freak has, like, not paid the tags in two years. Mm-hmm. So it's a 2019 on the tags. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> God knows how much that shit's going to spend, like, cost, you know? And um, so he's like, all right, he makes the deal. And he makes the deal. And I'm like, oh, fuck, now I got to go get five grand from somewhere. So I get the five Gs and... Now all of a sudden I have this fucking just banger four wheel drive sixty five <laughs> fucking Ford you know big block three ninety fe bad motherfucker dude yeah and so I'm at this point I'm just like dumping money into it so just, so how did the guy get home did he somebody come pick he him walked. up he walked he walked away home? he just walked away dude. Just I think his away. dad dropped him off at one point when we're like talking like communicating mm-hmm. but then when when I finally gave him the five G's he just like walked away and it was hilarious because he walked away super indignant. Like with his his chest was all pumped out and his shoulders were like this, and he was like, "I know I left it in a good home." And then he just walks away off into the sunset. You like, should have went into is, your shop. This is fucking surreal shit. <laughs> got got like a big ranch, put a ski mask on, just and him. go fucking beat the shit out of him and get your money back. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was Zell, dude. It was a little late. Oh, Zell. Yeah, Zell. Oh. That's why I don't like this technology. We were talking about fucking Zell versus cash, cash all day long. How are you gonna mug yeah. somebody for your fucking Zell money back? You can't I ain't do dealing it with cash anymore, dude. Yeah, well, fuck that. Well, some of us like to do illegal shit, you know? Bitcoin, dude. Bitcoin. That's way more complicated. Holy shit. If you lose your keys, you fucking, you know, you lose your shit. I'm not down with that. I'll invest in it. I'll invest in some Doge, but I'm not going to fuck around with the making, you know, transactions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's always good to keep um keep cash. I just do case. Apple Pay. Yeah, sponsored. Sponsored. They're never gonna sponsor us. That's like so convenient, man. It's just like it's crazy to go back to cash. I haven't carried cash in like years. I think that's fucking weird, dude. I carry cash just because it's good to have sometimes. Like even where I work in LA, like there are legit places that just don't accept card. Yeah. Or, I haven't or, needed cash in over a year. I you think. must not do anything fun. Have no, you, when dude. was the last time you bought blow? <laughs> like, how are you supposed to fucking I, use I Apple Pay I, to buy blow? I just, I don't, I just, you know, use other people's blow. Mm. They, they have an app for that. <laughs> blow me money. Yeah, just blow me <laughs> another, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, though, I haven't, like, needed cash ever. That's weird, dude. I didn't carry it for a long time. And then, like, I remember I took out a few hundred bucks and I was like, oh, I'll take it all in hundreds, right? So I had like $700 in my wallet. Mm-hmm. At all times? Well, I had it, right? Like at one time. And then I was like, I kind of like this. So I just kept it. So, like, now in my wallet here, I just keep fucking hundreds in it all day. <laughs> really? Dude, just, you can't do that. You're going to get mugged. Fucking keep is. nothing but hundreds the in it. The podcast is going to uh, blow up that. hardcore. That's pretty nice. Cash. It's, it's just nice. like, it's so funny because, like, it just feels good and it makes me feel like a baller. A baller. And it's it's vain. Like, I know what it is. It's it's dumb. But it's funny because you go and like to a grocery store. You go to, like, I, I, work, in, I work near Little Tokyo, so go buy, like, you know, boba tea or some shit. And you keep you your ones him. inside the hundreds, for yeah. sure. So you have to flip <laughs> those hundreds. Yeah. There's literally just nothing but, but ones in between, like, all these <laughs> fucking fucking It's all It's, it's all 20s, actually. It's all, yeah, it's so you still got to get past the hundreds. Yeah, to the get hundreds to are definitely so. shown first. And Well, I don't even use the cash. That's I just, social. I just you know? throw it out like you this, just, and I pull up the You just flip all the bills, and then you pull out your credit card. That's what I do. And I see these people like, oh, shit. That's a status symbol, dude. It really is. This is what I do. All this shit is. You know Bam, put, put my phone like a foot away from whatever their thing is and then done. You know the hilarious thing about that though is that that, that that young Asian woman at the boba tea spot, she's probably driving a Mercedes. So, <laughs> she's like, oh, you got hundreds? I got thousand dollar yeah, bills. Yeah, she's not even tripping. About she's all like, this. I don't even carry cash. I don't know. You, who the fuck you think you're impressing right now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. She's fucking swimming in that boba money, dude. She's going to a mansion. Like, what are you doing? True. The Malibu house. As soon as she walks out and sees your fucking Mazda, she's like, "Pussy dry, <laughs> dude." Yeah, legit. Like, it's so funny because, like, you're not driving chicks, a Mercedes. Yeah, right. chicks who value like money like that, literally, it's like the first thing they judge you on. They're like, "Oh, you drive a Mazda? Like, that's fucking cringe, bro." You cringe. know what you do? You tell them that it's your dead grandmother's car, and like you're driving it just so you feel closer to her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, you understand these chicks, dude? Or you just they pull it out and show it to them. That's really how you're gonna get to them. <laughs> they don't value them. that kind of shit, dude. They'll be like. <laughs> That's cool. Did she have money? Yeah, exactly. Is there a bank account tied to her debt? Okay, if they're that shallow, then you just say, yeah, she did. But then they're like, now let's go to my house. Some. I can remember one of my friends going on a date with this chick. She was, uh, I think she was Chinese. And like, she was actually from like mainland China, right? So he's driving with her, right? He's taking her out to dinner. And she's like, literally like, they're just it's like a, almost a 20 minute drive. They're almost there. And she's like, you need to go buy me like a purse right now. And he's like, <laughs> and he's sitting there and he's like, what? And you know, he's like, I'm not going to buy you a purse. And she's like, you need to go buy me a Louis Vuitton purse and then we'll, we'll go out. Get the fuck out of here. So, Get out of my car right now. That's Call what he cab, said. He was bitch. like, I'm not buying you a purse. And she's like, if you don't buy me a purse, we're not going out. So he literally just U-turned and took her home. Why did he take her home? I would have fucking left that bitch on the curb. You got a good phone? Hit up you Uber. <laughs> Get back home yourself, bitch. I'm already paying for gas I mean, money. What do you want? Booked up. You can't leave a chick on the side of the road. Bro. Honestly, though, if a broad said some shit like that to me, you're getting <laughs> fucking dumped on the curb right now. Like, I might charge I you for it. gas. Like, I took you this far. And there's going to be no return on investment? Pardon me. <laughs> that's a fair point, but... No. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that was wild. I couldn't believe that. Some of these people, just that's just what they value. Because we, you know, it's different in America. Like, we're all Americans, and, you know... But that just seems like such a, like, a, a like, wild story, though, right. of, yeah. that, of, like, a exaggerated per- type of person, you know? But people that like the minority. From, people that... It's either one or the other. People that come from massive poverty, or uh-huh. they come from massive wealth. Yeah. And like, like another one of my friends, he, or my girl's friends, he makes almost $300,000 a year. His wife comes from Hong Kong, where all of her friends literally are almost billionaires. Yeah, they're just balling. And like, when he thought he was like doing good, and then he goes and sees them, and like, he's like broke. Yeah, like by comparison. And he lives this amazing life, and that provides this amazing life for her, but she's just used to like yeah. dudes who literally make millions of dollars. And you're like, it's mm. fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's different, but she'll make you feel like you got a shrimp dick. Yeah, dude. Them hundreds in my wallet ain't doing shit. Nothing at all. Huh? Mm-hmm. No. Not bummer. 
just compensating, dude. And it's not as good looking as a, as a 65 Ford truck. So, yeah. <laughs> just so compensating. Steve's got his hundreds in his wallet. Jonathan's got his four by four big ass truck. Hey, Wait. at least I get to go off road and. Ruben's the Y'all a bunch of, of bitches. Ruben's the only one of us that actually owns a house. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he has a charger, too. What the fuck? You did it all right, dude. Ruben's doing pretty good. Ruben's doing pretty good, man. Well, that seems like a good part to end the, uh, the podcast here, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.